Welcome to the Chatter in the Box podcast, where your hosts, Liam Skiffington and Matt Indominico, discuss all things baseball. From breaking news to the latest free agent signings, they'll dive into today's game with some of the top minds from around the league. You can catch the latest episode of the Chatter in the Box podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon Music, or visit our website at www.chatterinthebox.com. All right, and we are back. I am joined by the first ever Major League Baseball player from Italy, Alex Leedy. Alex, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate you taking the time and coming on. So, Alex, right now you're currently playing in the Mexican League, right? Correct. And you've also played, I know you've played in Venezuela. I know you've played in China. Uh, I think you've played in Puerto Rico, too. Am I missing anywhere so far? Uh, no, I mean, I played two games in Dominican, but I don't know if you can count that as a entire No, I'm counting it. I'm counting it. So that's what six <laughs> different countries you've been able to play baseball in, um, not including Major League, but your time in the majors, right? I lost you. you. Oh, you got it? You got me back. Okay. Cool. Okay. So yeah, that's six, seven countries, including um, your time in the major leagues that you've played baseball. So you have such a vast array of experience of baseball internationally. So Alex, first and foremost, what was your experience in major league baseball like coming from a completely different country? It was, uh, everybody told me it was a big deal. At the moment, I didn't really realize because I was so focusing on getting to the big leagues and I was just, I thought I was just another guy from the States or from Dominican or from Venezuela trying to make it to the big leagues. And I, I never compared myself to European baseball. I would just try to compare myself to the people I was playing with. So at the moment, I didn't realize until maybe probably like 10 years later when I look back and I was like, I thought that was a big deal. And uh, everybody was telling me at the time, I, I didn't realize at that moment though. But did you, so because you didn't realize it in that moment, you didn't feel any like added pressure or anything being the first from your country to uh, get to the majors? No, no. Like I said, I was focusing on playing and doing my thing and try to survive in the big leagues. I think that's enough pressure right there, but I never really think outside of that at that moment and uh, everybody was telling me all the interview all the people when I was used to go back home is like they were so proud of me and uh, making a big deal but in my head it was just just another guy to get to the big leagues what was that experience like for you coming from a different country and finally making your debut like how did you how did you adjust um from playing overseas to playing in the majors like i tell everybody everybody's like oh you had to make a lot of sacrifice and like i said now looking back they look like sacrifice but at that moment they weren't sacrificed i had so much passion and i still have passion for this game that everything i did it was just to make it to the bigs it wasn't easy i mean i live with a lot of like minor leagues life where you live in like in six in an apartment, hair mattress, buy a car for like $500, stuff like, like everybody went through that. But uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't a sacrifice that moment. I was having fun and playing baseball. Baseball definitely was hard. I have to adjust. Probably adjusting to baseball was the hardest thing for me coming from Europe. Alex, so in your experience, you just talked about the minor league lifestyle, and that's something we talk about often on this show. What, so the minor leagues and the major leagues, or like the minor league teams and the lifestyle in the minors, um, how does that differ from being like the 
the pinnacle athlete overseas in terms of pay and lifestyle. So what was your question? You asked me the difference between... Yeah, so kind of the difference between the minor league lifestyle in America and then how these other leagues like pay their players, how they treat their players, because I really don't think a lot of people have a a grasp on that. Okay, so it depends on the league, of course. Uh, let me start with China. China, the, the treatment is is almost like big leagues. We stay, you stay in five star hotels. Traveling is really easy. Everything is close. The treatment, the fans base, everything is like big leagues. Of course, not as much fans, and you know, make as much money you make in the big leagues. But and the level is not like the big leagues. But the treatment is probably the closest I've been around outside of uh, United States. And Mexico, probably there is a higher level, higher level than Taiwan right now. And the treatment really depends on the team, honestly. Some teams that have good money, they treat you really good. And some teams, they treat you a little little less because they don't have that much money where they can make you so comfortable. Talking about traveling and staying in hotels and food. Some team uh, uh, supply food, supply a bunch of stuff extra they don't do in the States. Actually, they do that now in the States as well, but they didn't used to do it. And then if you go to Italy, Italian baseball for foreigner guys is almost like a family. Like if you come from another country, Italy, you're not going to, they're going to treat you really good. You're going to have a place to stay, food, everything. Of course, the the money you're making is, is not as much as other country, but the treatment is good. It's not as high quality like in the big leagues, but they still treat you really good. Alex, so I'm going to take Italy out of this. Okay. What what has been your favorite country to play in so far? I have to go with Mexico. I've been there so many years. They kind of take me in as one of them. I've been there for so long and like I got used to to the league. I know a lot of people there and I know how to get around in Mexico now. And like, I mean, I feel like a second home for me now, Mexico. What? Um. So you live in Italy still during the off season, right? No, no, I live in Arizona. I got married and now I, I live in Arizona since 2014. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Congratulations. What drew you to the Mexican league compared to like the Venezuelan league or the Puerto Rican league? Like why? So why have you stayed in the Mexican league for the last few years? I want to say that summer league, they don't have a summer league in Venezuela. They're just having it right now. I think it's been two years before that. They never had it. And, uh, I, I came here the first time I came here because I played winter ball and I had a good winner here and I was in uh, spring training with the Orioles. And I was kind of over minor leagues where like I was stuck. I was, I got up to the big leagues. Then I got sent down and I, and I felt like I was stuck and I was trying to go overseas to go to Korea or Japan. And so I need to put up number and, uh, I got this offer to go play in Cancun and I talked through with my wife. It's like, we're going to go play baseball in Cancun. Why not? So I took yeah, a chance. There's worse places, right? Yeah. So I took <laughs> a chance and I went to, to Cancun and played there. And then I had some offer to go back to the States and I came back to the States. I went to China, but yeah, that was my first step on coming to Mexico. Alex. So when you, do you go back to Italy often? Yeah. I used to go every year. And I just came back uh, last week. Is it was? It's been five years because of COVID. There was a lot of issue. I couldn't go, and like uh, it's been tough. Now we have two kids. The traveling is not as easy as it used to be. So, uh, yeah. 
Couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine. Especially so, but, uh, what's the what's the flight like? How how long is that flight? Yeah. So from Arizona, it's probably ten hours to London <sighs> or Frankfurt, and then you have to uh, lay over a couple hours, and then you go another two hours to 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 Italy, Milan, or wherever you're going. How old are your kids, man? And my oldest daughter, she's almost nine, and my youngest daughter, she's four. So they're young. Oh my God. God bless you yeah. and your wife, man. Oh Thanks, my goodness. Man. So Alex, when you go back to Italy, how involved are you in baseball over there still? So actually I went to back now to, to debut. I make a debut in Italian league. I never played in the big league. Let's say the big league in Italy. So I went okay. and played two games and then we got, uh, we lost. So we were out, but it was actually my debut. And like I used to be really involved because before I got married, I used to go back every off season and work out at a place where they have an academy with a bunch of young players that sleep there. So I used to know all these young players, work out with them, and like it was pretty cool for me. And I get I hope for them too. So I used to be really involved. And the the old uh, president of the federation, it was a good friends of mine, and the manager was a good friends of mine. Now they they change, it went a different direction. I don't have a big relationship with them, but I wish one day to be able to have the same relationship I used to have, so I can I can help and give back something to what I, the, all the stuff I had from baseball, and especially a lot of guys from Italy helped me and support me. When you made your debut in the Italy big leagues, we'll say. What was that? What did you get an ovation? Like, what was that reception like? It was pretty amazing. Actually, I have chill talk about it. It wasn't a lot of fans, <laughs> but it was pretty impressive. I thought it was a big deal. And uh, actually, I was nervous. Like, I was making my major league debut. I guess people were expecting a lot from me. And uh, but uh, like, every, like I tell everybody, like, like everybody asked me, you play diff- a lot of different leagues, but it's like every league is different for something, and it's hard for for different reason. So you can never take nothing lightly, especially in baseball. Baseball can keep keeps you humble really fast. So every league has their tough and their something that is hard, something easy, but it's different in different ways. Alex, where do you see slash hope um, the future of baseball lies in Italy? Uh, Italy is in a dark place right now for baseball. I'm, I'm hoping that a good friend of mine that is, Hoping he's gonna become the president of the federation. He has good knowledge of baseball internationally, and I think he can do good for this movement of baseball in Italy, and maybe bring Italy back to a better place where it used to be before. It never was like on top of the world, but at least we're in a better place. And hopefully, one day go back and have more big leaguers from Italy coming to the states and play. So you said baseball in Italy is in a dark space. Can you expand upon that a little bit? So I, there's not a lot of money involved in baseball, like you always. But besides that, I think the their job they're doing with their developing young player is not right. So I think they they need to focus or or have better pers better people, baseball people doing that that jobs. And uh, I think the guys they're in charge at the top, they're not. Oh, I think I lost it. as experience i want to say i think they're trying to do the good thing but they're not they don't have the experience the where they can help the the younger generation so uh, you cut out for a second there alex so i apologize were you saying that there's basically non-baseball people in charge of the baseball in italy did i get that no, right or no i think that they don't go through like you see like how baseball has changed in the states and like evolving a lot of stuff 
Mm-hmm. That, that that never happened in Italy. And like Mexico, they're behind in Mexico too, but they're still ahead of Italy. In, in yeah, a they lot have, of like Mexico has a lot of academies and stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah, they have academies yeah. and just everything. Baseball is evolving in a lot of ways, techniques, uh, type of training, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's completely different from like 10, 15 years ago. So Italy is stuck back in the day and that's not going to work for baseball if you want to compete and and produce major league players. So Team Italy, this past World Baseball Classic, made a little bit of noise. They made a pretty deep run. What was that like for you to watch um, former, be your former team? Uh, I mean, I always support Italy, but I don't think they, they have an Italian player on that team besides Mineo that didn't even play. He had one. It was one for one. I was happy for him. And Boki, and a pitcher from Italy, they play in the States as well. The rest of the guys were from the States, and uh, some of them I don't even I don't even know them. And uh, so, I mean, I was always I'm gonna always support Italy, but I didn't know a lot of those guys. Yeah. So I was reading about the rules this past uh, tournament and like, you, yeah, so you don't need to be a resident of Italy. You don't ever have to have had to live there. There's it's very loose, like the requirements to play for a certain team. Do you think that they should kind of uh, make those rules a little more strict? So your act, these players are actually representing their country. I think uh, that's not the point, because I mean, I, I understand Major League is trying to make a show where they have a uh, Major League player represent even their family or their country, their family country, which I don't think is a bad is a bad thing. I just a matter of like when I used to play in that tournament, our manager was from Italy. And I can tell you that he makes all the guys that were born in Italy make like make him feel like Italian. I still to talk to a bunch of those guys like uh, Descalso, Cervelli, Rizzo. Those guys were already big time player. Greedy, they were a big time player, but their manager was so good to to make him like get the Italian out of them. Like it was it was fun to play with those guys, and, and they want to win as much that we did, and they want to represent their family. It just I didn't see that this year, but I don't know. I wasn't there to to tell you exactly. Mm-hmm. Alex, so last week you were in Cincinnati for a little bit uh, at the Baseball United Draft Media Day, right? Yes. Tell me a little bit about that experience and how you got hooked up with Baseball United. So it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. It was a, like I tell all those guys, I was proud. I mean, I'm proud to be part of this, and I'm humble, and I'm I'm so excited for what's to come. And uh, I think it's something big that we're doing, and something is we're making history pretty much. And uh, it's nice, and I'm happy to be to be with this bunch of groups, the bunch of guys that are, a lot of these guys playing the biggest for a long time, and other guys have different story, but they're still big. Uh, the baseball is a big part of their life as well, so I think it's amazing. And I got involved. I gotta say thank to Eddie Diaz, that there was the guy that put me into this, and uh, I have a good relationship. You're the second player in as many interviews to tell me that Eddie Diaz was the guy to pull them into this. I yeah, gotta talk to Eddie Diaz. It sounds like. Yeah, you need to talk to Eddie. Yeah, and uh, it was what was good about it. Uh, we had um, when we had the dinner. Uh, Cash, the CEO, was talking, and uh, what it, it stuck out what he told me, what he t- was telling us about how he he chose us players not only for what we did on the field, but the character we had. We have a big responsibility going out. Uh, I mean in Middle East and promote baseball. So it's not just about baseball, it's about culture, about 
I mean, being responsible and like uh, be overall a good a good person and good player. So I think, like they were saying, we have big responsibility, and I'm happy to they choose me to to do this. It's a really smart angle to basically stock the pond with major league te- quality talent, um, superstars basically, and also. Um, supplement that with character guys that are going to be great ambassadors for the game, especially in a place that's never seen baseball before. How exciting is it for you, Alex, to be one of the first people to bring baseball to the Middle East and play in front of all of these these millions of fans who've never been exposed to something like this before? Yeah, that's definitely. I'm so excited. Like I was, we were talking about before about being the first Italian. Now that I'm a little older, I realize what I'm doing. And like I was telling you, it's like making history. And I think it's something unique and special. And I have this opportunity to be one of the first guys to do this. And uh, I think they're doing everything first class. So... Of course, it's not gonna be easy road to to make to make this happen and make a a big thing out of this. But they're on the right pace, uh, right pace, and I think I think it's, something's good gonna come out of this. And uh, like I said, I'm really excited and looking forward to go down there and play and show what what's what's baseball is about. Starting a brand new baseball league in the heart of the Middle East, Alex. What, in your opinion, do you think needs to happen in order for that league to be successful? I think, like I said, they're doing everything right, bringing big time players and bring the excitement. I think not the next step is going to be up to us in these four games that we play to make this fun for the fans and interesting for people to keep watching. I think they did everything they were supposed to do in so far to to merch, I mean to marketing this thing and I think now it's up to us players to to make love make them fall in love with the uh, game of baseball. Do you feel any added pressure being one of those players to try and make a whole entire region fall in love with the game? Yeah, like we were talking about it's not as much pressure as responsibility. Like I said, we have to do it. And we have to give 100% everything we do it. Uh, and uh, that's why I think uh, Cash and Eddie show, uh, choose us because they think we can do this. So like I said, I'm really happy and excited about it. So did Eddie Diaz just reach out to you pretty much randomly and tell you about this? And then you were like, yes, yeah, sign me up. Or was there more? Is, was it more nuanced than that? No, my, my situation was kind of funny and different because so uh, last year I retired. I was coaching with the uh, in pro ball with the Kansas City Royals, mm-hmm. and by the end of August, I was itching for some, playing baseball. So I know Eddie from long time, and I called Eddie. I said, like, "Eddie, listen, I'm trying to find a team for winter ball. Would you you need somebody?" And he's like, "No, I don't need somebody, but I have something better for you." And he's like, Let, "Give me a couple of days, and I explain to you." So then he gave me a phone call, and he, we talk about it, and he explained to me what they were trying to do. And uh, I was on board from the from the beginning, and and then it went from there. It just started taking off little by little. When you officially became on board, Alex, did you know about all these superstars that were playing in this league, or not yet? Totally yet. No, at that moment, I don't think a lot of those guys weren't involved uh, yet. But it's just, I think when you like like. When you start playing baseball and travel the world playing baseball, every time they tell you, okay, you got to go to a different country and play baseball, I think it's hard to pass it, you know? Mm-hmm. So probably even if a lot of those guys weren't involved, I would be part of this. But now even better because, I mean, this is a big deal right now. Absolutely. Just enhances the entire thing, huh? Yeah. 
All right, Alex. So really appreciate your time. Before I let you go, I have a quick five question rapid fire session for you. Um, Italian based. Is that all right? Okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's let's do it. All right. Coffee before or after a meal? After. Spaghetti or linguine? Linguine. Gelato or sorbet? Gelato. Parmigiano or Romano? Parmigiano. Espresso or cappuccino? Cappuccino. Okay. Did it trigger you at all the way I said any of those, Alex? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was uh, <laughs> it was funny because, like I said, we just came back two weeks uh, last week from Italy, and my daughter is like, "Oh, I want a cappuccino right now." Like, <laughs> this is like, there we go. Kinda, I mean, you can get it here, but it's not the same. <laughs> No, no, it can't. I couldn't imagine that it is. Well, Alex Leedy, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you put on a show in Dubai in uh, November, man. Best of luck. And we will certainly be in touch soon. All right. Thank you, Liam. Bye.